Welcome to the Portage County Safety Council podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message on workplace wellness. So Leslie, thanks for being with us. It's been a little while since we've seen you, but we're glad to have you back. As Mike mentioned, Leslie is the founder of Empower Fitness Center. She is also located in Ravenna, which is great, close to everybody. She has 38 years of experience in the fitness industry and is a master trainer for two nationally award-winning trademark programs, Tabata Boot Camp and Bear Above. She's the founder, creator, and president of Fit Chicks, Inc., a nonprofit organization that promotes volunteerism and healthy lifestyles to women and children. Thanks, Leslie. Thank you, and it's so great to be here. All right, I got the call from Mike, and I was so excited. I was like, yes! We're going to do it again. So thank you for having me again, and happy Veterans Day to everybody, and thank all of you who served our country. So let's talk about exercise. It's my favorite, favorite topic. And I've got some questions for you out there, all right? If you can just give me a show of hands or just kind of think about it, how many of you right now are exercising on a regular basis? Two to three times a week, you get into the gym, you're doing something at home, you're hitting some walks out there. Okay, so probably we've got a show of hands of some people out there. All right, exercising on a regular, consistent basis. All right, because that's important. We're going to talk about that. So then how many of you out there are thinking about exercise? You know that you should be doing something. You've got some friends that exercise. Um, You've been thinking about a little bit. So it's right here in the forefront of your mind. All right, so we've got two groups so far, probably, right? And my third question to everybody is, has your doctor told you you need to start exercising? So we probably have three groups right now, all right, amongst this this group here. So whatever category you fit in, that's okay. All right, I'm going to give you some good information here today. I've got some good news, but I've got some bad news too. And I'm going to start with the bad news. When you are not exercising on a regular, consistent basis, all right, you are increasing your risk for high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, circulatory issues, respiratory issues, flexibility issues, stress, anxiety, mood changes, weight changes. That's just to name a few. All right. You're increasing, you know, your risk. You're at risk when you are not exercising on that regular, consistent basis. We are losing our muscle mass when we're not exercising on a regular, consistent basis at 1% to 2% each year at the age of 30. And it's muscle mass that keeps us in an upright position. It's muscle mass that allows us to do all of our daily activities. It's muscle mass that uh, keeps our metabolism humming. So it's important that we hang on to that muscle mass as we get older. You probably see some um, older people that are hunched over like this. All right. They've they've lost the ability to even stand in an upright position. So there are many, many benefits. And that's just one of them hanging on to that muscle mass. But here is the good news. All right. When you are exercising on a regular, consistent basis and it goes a little bit of exercise goes a long way. You are increasing um, your longevity. You're going to live a little bit longer. I like to tease my kids all the time that I'm going to be around forever. They're going to come back into town and their friends are going to say, your mom, that old bag, is she still exercising after all these years? I'm going to live forever. All right. So you're increasing your longevity. You can control your weight a little bit more. Cardiovascular health gets under control. 
your blood pressure gets under control. You increase your bone density, your bone strength, and exercise is a powerful antidepressant. It just makes you feel good, all right? And remember that a little bit goes a long way. So, and especially during the time of the holidays, now we've been through COVID, we're still recovering. We're starting to move and, and things are starting to open up and we're allowed to go places, all right? And I did a little thing with Mike, a podcast with Mike during COVID to get you up and moving. So again, how many of you maybe picked up that COVID-15 or the COVID-20 or you got out of your exercise routine because your gym you know, closed down and you couldn't get there. You didn't, you know, you were stuck inside the whole time. All right, that's real. That is real. It's stressful. So I've got some tips and this applies now and it applies during the holiday as well. To get you moving, all right, to get you going, I've got 10 things that I want you to think about. I want you to start slow. We can't go from zero to 90. So I want you to start slow. So maybe it's going to be 10 minutes of a walk in the morning, 10 minutes at lunchtime and 10 minutes in the afternoon. All right, maybe you're going to do 15 in the morning and 15 in the afternoon. Just chisel out a little bit of time that you can get moving and start slowly. Once you get started, I want you to keep going. All right, maybe you're going to go Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then you're going to add Saturday. Maybe you're going to add Sunday. Keep going. That little chunk of time, it's so valuable just to keep moving. I want you to mix it up. Maybe you're going to start with that walk. Maybe you've got a, a bike that you can dust off and get on that bike. Maybe you are going to head to the gym and hop on that elliptical. So mix it up. So a couple of days, maybe you're walking. A couple of days, you're going to do some weight training. A couple of days, you're going to hop on that elliptical. I want you to walk more. I know it sounds so simple, but it's so beneficial. Park your car and walk. I tell my clients here, and we're in a plaza, park way out there further that you can from the door and walk. I have in chalk written out there on the on the parking lot, if you park here, I need 10 jacks. If you park here, I need some push-ups, <laughs> all right? So if you park too close, you're going to have some extra work to do, all right? Music, get your iPod, get going. That music will get you up and moving in most cases. So find the music that you like to listen to and just get up and get moving. Find a friend, all right? It's always good. Then you'll keep one another accountable from, hey, I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to walk or let's walk at nine o'clock. Let's walk at six o'clock. Grab that buddy because both of you will benefit. You'll start talking and carrying on the conversation. You'll exercise a little bit longer than you normally would if you went by yourself. Get in the pool. All right. There are some pools in our area. Sequoia has a beautiful pool down there. Maybe you're near a university that you could get in the pool, start doing some water walking. If it's, it's easier on your joints, if that's an issue with you, get into the pool, find a pool, start checking that out. And then once you get going, pick up your tempo a little bit. Maybe change your route and instead of going downhill, come uphill. Maybe you're going to pick up your pace a little quicker. Maybe from corner to corner, you're going to pick up that pace just a little bit more. You're going to pump the arms and go a little bit quicker. And then just a couple more things. Be active when you're on the go, all right? Even if you're going to take a holiday trip, you know, you're going to grandmother's house or you're going to your son's house, you're going, you know, to your aunt's house, still chisel out a little bit of time. We have a great big holiday here. It's a 20-some year tradition. We do a turkey day workout in the morning. And it's gotten to the point where people have family and friends coming in, so they bring them to our turkey day workout. So we get that workout in at 8 o'clock. Then you go home. You're ready to be a better host. You're ready to be a better guest. You're feeling good. You can take in a couple extra calories, you know, that particular day. But it'll get you moving. No matter where you are, keep moving. All right. And stay inspired. 
read up on all of the benefits. Think about the benefits. Think about when you when you drug yourself to the gym and you, you really had to kind of push yourself there. But when you get done, how good do you feel when you finish that exercise? Or you went from five pounds to eight pounds. The little things like that will really keep you inspired and, and get you to push a little bit harder, go a little bit longer. It's truly beneficial for you. All right, Mike and I were talking on uh, the, just the other day, and I said to Mike, what if 30 years ago I gave you a brand new sports car, shiny red convertible, had all the bells, all the whistles, super duper fast car. It was an awesome car. Mike was like, yes, Leslie, thank you, thank you, thank you. But Mike took that car and parked it out in his driveway in Northeast Ohio for 30 years. What are the chances of that car starting? What are the chances of those tires not being rotted? What are the chances of all those bells and whistles not working anymore? And that's your body, all right? Motion is lotion. You hear me say that all the time. You've got to keep that body in motion. So it's going to be working for you so much better down the road. And it's the same through the holidays. So you've got all these parties and all these events that are probably going to pop up this year that weren't around last year. So get a quick exercise session in right before you go. Drink some water. All right. Maybe have a little snack before you go. You can have all of those holiday treats. You can have, you know, the, the muffins, all of the things that come out, the Christmas beers, all of those things. But you also have to keep moving. Do not set your workout program in on that back burner as we get closer and closer to those holidays. All right. And why wait for January 1st? You can get started now. Start now. Just think how far, if you're consistent, you will have come by the time we get to 2020, January 1st, 2020. You'll be so much better. So the, the other thing that I hear all the time is, oh my gosh, I'm too old to do that. All right. I can't do that. I'm too old. Okay. So here is what the truth is. We stop, we stop the, having the ability to move, but it's not because we're older. We get older because we stopped moving. So I want you to think about that and remember that a little bit goes a long way. I want you to think about if you're going to the gym, get a good trainer, get a good certified trainer, check their credentials and make sure that they've got some kind of national certification. A good trainer will start you wherever you are and help you to progress. So I am a certified personal trainer. I have been for over 30 years. I have a plethora of clients that come into I Am Power. Some that are just getting off the couch, some that are coming back with me, some that have been with me for those 30 years. So I meet them wherever they are. And we have so much fun here and there's something here for everybody. And maybe I have that veteran over here and she's got, he's got 10, 15 pounds and our newbie who walked in the doors, it's in the back row that's still a little bit afraid, has no weights or five pounds. Everybody works together. All right. So let's do this. Let's get up. Let's get up right now. You're on your chair. I know you are. All right. And I want you to get up. And I want just a couple of things. You don't need a whole lot of, of equipment. I want you to think about if you are parked at a desk all day, and a lot, of a lot of people are these days. I want you to think about getting up every hour on the hour. Just get a march. I want to see you marching. I see you there, Shelly. I see you, Terry. There you go. Mike, are you up? But we're not going to, we don't want to see those spandex. Are you good right there? All right. Debbie? This is the first time I haven't worn gym shorts on a Zoom the day we were working out, Leslie. So I'm going to get up, but I have a lot of equipment I got to work okay. through. All right. Tap your toes there for us, Mike. All right. We're ju you're just going to mark and start to feel the blood circulating. 
Start to feel how good you feel. Roll those shoulders up and back. If you do this every hour, and maybe you're going to start out every other hour on the hour, just get up and get moving. Maybe you're going to, let's park our feet right here and just step tap side to side. Maybe you're going to walk to the, to the copy machine. Maybe you're going to take a walk downstairs and come back upstairs. Maybe your lunch is out in the car. You left it there purposely. So you have to go out and get it. All of those good things. Any movement that you can do. Let's park our feet right here. Let's just do some shoulder presses. We don't realize how valuable our shoulders are until we have a shoulder injury or a bicep injury or something through the back. We are standing here, sending our arms up and down, and our core is getting engaged. Good. Carrie, that's excellent. We want to take it in and out right here. We can reach it up side to side. Excellent. 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 So standing still right here, you stay right there. But another thing that I want you to think about doing is sitting down in your chair. Pick your feet up and stand up. Sit down, pick your feet up and stand up. Maybe you're going to do 10 of those every hour on the hour or every other hour. There are so many good body weight exercises that you can do that really gets that blood circulating. Think about the times that you get up out of that chair. All right, stay right there. And you're hanging on to the desk. You're using the chair to bring you up. Use those muscles to get you up and out of that chair 10 times. Shelly, no taking breaks. It hurts too bad. You need to get in here. I have to be hydrated. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I feel like I should be getting some news for people watching. <laughs> Shelly, you're exactly right. All right. And that we do want to stay hydrated, whether even as we're moving into cooler temperatures. All right. We want to keep those muscles nice and in good working order, but we want to keep them hydrated and lubricated as well. So there are so many simple things that you can do. Get in touch with a fantastic trainer. Make sure that trainer is certified. Group exercise instructors are fantastic. I have a staff of 10 here that all hold multiple certifications. Yeah, we can sit down again. All right. But it's important you want to be safe. You want it to be effective and you want to be injury free. So the more that you can move, the more you're going to be able to move. A little bit goes a long way. Motion is lotion. So keep those muscles in good, 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 good working order. All right. So. Let, you want to start taking some questions, Mike? I have a question. Yes. I'm consistent with working out every morning. I, I work out five days a week. And then on my lunch hour, I will take a 30-minute walk. And it's not intense. It's just a 30-minute walk. My question to you for in my morning workouts, is it better to be in a fat-burning zone with my heart rate or a cardio? Good, good question, Shelly, and great for you, all right? And let's talk about that walk that you take at lunchtime. It clears your mind, doesn't it? You're able then to go back in the afternoon, right, yep. and finish your day's work, okay? So heart rate, everybody's heart rate is going to be in a different zone, okay? So it depends on are you lifting weights, Shelly, in your morning workout? What are you doing? Just free weights and very uh, low weight, very like three to five pounds, okay. and it's mostly treadmill and then free weights. So on the treadmill, I get pretty up there. My I go peak with my heart rate. So you want to get in the in 60% of your max heart rate and above when you're on that treadmill. So that would be your, considered your cardio. 
As you go to 70%, that's you're working a little bit harder, which is good. You want to try to maybe pop up to that 80%, you know, for 30 seconds, a minute, come back down, come back down. It's the HIT training, high-intensity interval training, where you're taking your heart rate up, bringing that heart rate down, taking that heart rate up, bringing that heart rate down. So that you're not just steady state because, Shelly, that amazing body of yours and that conditioned heart that you have gets used to that. And it goes, oh, Shelly, this is great, but I'm going to need a little bit more. So maybe you're going to take the incline up on the treadmill a little bit. Maybe you're going to go a little bit quicker. But get, let that heart rate come up a little bit so you're breathless and then have it come back down. We okay. do a lot of Tabata training. And Tabata Izumi was an exercise physiologist out of Japan. And he came up with the Tabata timing. And it's your high-intensity interval training that you'll see a lot of. And it's so beneficial. And that type of training allows us to keep our training time shorter. Remember, Mike, when we used to go to the gym and you were there for an hour, an hour and a half. Now we know we can bust out 30 minutes, use that high-intensity interval training uh, technique, and then you can get a good workout in in 20 minutes and 30 minutes and be on your way. And it's so beneficial. And everything you want to be working from head to toe, conditioning that heart, lifting those weights. Shelly, keep up the good work. Keep up. Thank you. So just uh, one more question. So there are days where I don't want to do that high intensity. I just, you know, I'm tired and, but I, I don't want to not do my 30 minutes. If I'm in a fat burning heart rate zone, I'm still benefiting, correct? Absolutely. And you shouldn't do hit every day. So take two to three days a week and do that hit. But if you're in a steady state fat burning zone, which is like your 60 to 70% of your max heart rate, nice and steady. But then what happens, Shelly, is your body gets used to that. So you'll have to work a little bit harder to get up into those zones. Are you training with a heart rate monitor, a Fitbit? What are you training with? My Fitbit. Very good. Very good. Good for you. I have some questions for you. Is it better to light heavy weights or get in more reps when trying to drop some pounds? Lift. Is it better to lift heavy weights or get in more reps when trying to drop some pounds? Good question. All right. Do a mixture of both. When you start lifting heavy weights, you have to make sure that your form is perfect so that you don't get injured. There's muscular endurance and there's muscular strength. They are two components of physical fitness. So if they're components of physical fitness, we must need both of them. You want to build muscle when lifting heavier weights. All right. But you want to keep that muscle in good working order and be able to go a little bit longer. So do a, do a combination of both. Really mixing it up there was a program a couple, some years ago, and they talked about muscle confusion. Well, there's no such thing as muscle confusion. Your muscle knows exactly that this is harder. This is heavier. You're going a little bit longer. All right. And that's a good thing. Give your muscles, give your body credit. All right. It will respond to change. And I like to say change equals change. No change equals no change. So if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, you get a whole lot of nothing. When you change it up a little bit is when you start to see results. So mix that, mix your program up. Lift heavy on some days with excellent form and then take your some other days and go for repetitions with your lighter weight. What type of exercise do you recommend to help people prevent injuries at work? It would depend on their job. That's a good question. I'd have to know what their job is. But as long as they are in some program where they are working in all planes of motion, okay, here's a perfect example. Think about a triathlete who swims, they're going forward, and then they bike, and then they run. And most of us live in this plane, front and back, right? 
So I had a good friend who was a triathlete, all right? And we went to a training, started moving side and side, crossing over, and he did not have the ability to do that. So you want to be able to work front and back, side to side, cross over, all right? So what, that you're working in all planes of motion. We have three planes of motion, the sagittal plane, the frontal plane, all right? And you want to be working. And a good trainer, good Group exercise instructors will give you exercises that you are working in all planes of motion. The transverse plane is the third motion there. Crossing over that midline separates us top to bottom. This is so much fun. I'm loving it. Okay. What do you recommend for office workers? How often should they get up? What movement should they do? Every hour on the hour. Just like I said. You know what? How about some squats? How about some jumping jacks? Jumping jacks can be modified. You're worried about the impact. Hit a heel dip right here. If you've got shoulder issues, keep it low. All right, stepping out to the side there. All right, any kind of movement that you can get up every hour. And if you're just getting started, then do every other hour and get up. Walk down the hall and walk back. Simple, simple. It doesn't have to be something fancy, but get up and get moving. Do you know that sitting at the desk is like the new smoking, so they say? And we're all sitting at the desk. We're all, you know, most of us, you know, ended up at the desk, sitting at the desk. And it's it's horrible. You've got to get up and get moving. So get up. Maybe you're going to start with every other hour on the hour and get moving. Okay. Stand up, sit down, shoulder presses. So Leslie, you want to comment on something you said in the podcast a couple of days ago where we hear all the time 30 minutes a day, but you said that it doesn't have to be a consistent 30 minutes, correct, throughout the day. It could be five minutes here, 10 minutes. Do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Absolutely. The, um, they recommend, the American Council on um, Exercise recommends that uh, the average American adult engage in 30 minutes of exercise, a total of 150 minutes for the week. Do you know that's not very much? Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So... To get your 30 minutes, and 30 minutes is, it's not a lot if you really think about it. You can break that down into 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the afternoon, 10 minutes at night. There's your 30 minutes for the day. So maybe you're going to start with some cardio in the morning just to get you up and get moving. And then at that 10 minutes at lunchtime is going to be maybe some lunges, maybe some squats, something that you don't need a whole lot of equipment. And then maybe at nighttime, it's going to be maybe some push-ups at the wall. Maybe it's going to be a plank hold so that you're getting head-to-toe movement throughout the day. You can put those chunks of 10 minutes together and accumulate that 30 minutes, and it's truly beneficial. Here's another question. Are pre-shift stretching routines beneficial? Pre-shift stretching routines. So they must have a physical job, and I would say anything that gets that body moving if you have a physical job, is a fantastic idea, depending on, you know, exactly what you're doing. Anytime we can move that body, think about the blood that we're circulating through that body. And you felt it when we got up and got moving. You could feel that that was different. And you kind of started feeling pretty good there. I would say it would be truly beneficial if you have a physical job or just to get moving. Here's a move that they said, and it circulates blood. and, And it looks crazy. But you're just kind of dipping and swinging your arms here. You're dipping to the center. This gets blood circulating through our body from head to toe. My arm, my shoulder joints were moving. My knees were moving. My ankles were moving. That would be something simple that you could do pre-shift if you have a physical job where you're getting, you're really kind of moving. Get those muscles. Warm muscles do good work. Think about that. 
Okay. So the reason I asked you that question, the first question about the fat burning and cardio zone is because you hear a lot of information everywhere. And if you look at certain information, it can be very discouraging. You hear that too much cardio is you're not going to lose weight. Fat burning is better to be in the fat burning zone and all of that. Do you recommend any you know, place to go for, to get proper information for people who just, you know, want to be healthy and get the right information and not get discouraged? Wonderful question. Wonderful question, Shelly. And I do. I empower. I empower fitness center. So here's, <laughs> here, here's the deal, Shelly. And I could, I could go on for the rest of the afternoon and talk about this. So when you're talking about the fat burning zone and the cardio zone, basically there's, they are the same thing. So 60 to 70, 75% of your max heart rate, your body is utilizing more fat for fuel. If you have stored fat in those zones, all right, your body is utilizing more fat for fuel, somewhere between 60 to 75. And it's different for everybody, depending on their fitness level, 75% of your max heart rate, your body is utilizing more fat for fuel. The minute you start working a little bit harder, all right, you get over that 70%. Remember I talked about going up to 80%. Some of the HIIT programs take you up to 90% of your max heart rate. Your body then changes the fuel source that it uses, all right? You're no longer burning fat for fuel anymore, all right? You're burning glycogen, which is nothing more than sugar. But if you stay there too long, you start to break down muscle mass. And remember, I said, we're trying to hang on to muscle mass. For mm -hmm. So it's got to be a great balance. Mike and I talked the other day about he likes to lift weights. He's a heavy lifter. He likes to lift weights. But I think something I said the last time, Mike started walking because your muscle is a heart and it needs to be conditioned. So you need your cardiovascular work. You've got to stick that in there as well. All right. So you're working in that zone. You have to work a little bit harder to get that heart rate up a little bit. You want to spend good time in that 60 to 70% of your max heart rate, but you also want to come in up above that 75 to 90%. And you're, you know, increasing that fitness level. You're opening up your threshold. Your body uses a little bit different fuel during there. In my studio here, I have what's called my zone and everybody is hooked up to a heart rate monitor and their heart rates are up on our television screen. And there are certain classes that are heart rate driven classes. I, I specifically say to them, I want you at 65% of your max heart rate. And all they have to do is look at the screen and see where they are. Okay, we're going to go up. Last night, I had them up at 90%. The board was lit up red because I purposely took them up there to increase their fitness level. It's safe. It has to be done with a, you know, with a certified personal trainer. I have extra training from years and years and years. I actually sold heart rate monitors for a while for, for polar. And I get crazy when I start talking about it because I love it so much. And that's why I bought the software from my zone that everybody that walks in here is hooked up to a heart rate monitor and I know exactly where they are. And they, their heart rates then drop when we come down. They come in here chilled, you know, they're at, you know, underneath that 60%. Start training with a heart rate monitor. It's so beneficial. I always like to say that things that we can measure, we can manage. Mm -hmm. If you're going to bake a cake, and you don't have a recipe and you're tossing things out, how good is that cake going to be? You, When you come in and you start really training smart and we start measuring things, because we do all kinds of testing here, we I can tell you where you started. And we measure eight weeks down the road and you can see how far you've come. If we didn't do that test, you have no idea where you started. You have no idea 
how far you've come in a short amount of time. So we're looking at all kinds of things. We're looking at the weight that they're lifting. We're looking at their heart rate. We're looking how quickly that heart rate comes down from me taking up there at 90. We have brand new rowers in the back that we're measuring watts. We're measuring meters. We're measuring time. I'm all about measuring everything because it gives you wonderful information that you can use and get better and better and better. And I, I will tell you that the majority of the clients that I have here at I Am Power are 40, 50, 60, and some 70-year-olds. And they are more fit than some of the 20s and 30-year-olds that walk through that front door. So you can do it at any age. Age has nothing to do with it. You can get fit no matter where you are. You know, we can get you fit. So I am at 962 East Main Street. I'm right next door to Sports Express in the plaza across from the Giant Eagle in Ravenna. There's plenty of parking here. I do want to, and I think, Mike, you had mentioned, I would like for you to check out my website, IamPowerFitness.com. And it has a list of everything from the description of the classes that we have here, the instructors we have. When we sat down about a year ago, I have like 11 um, instructors on, 10 or 11 instructors on staff here that come in here regularly. When we added their years of experience together, it's over 75 years of experience when you put us all together. I have a couple of instructors that have been with me for over 20 years. They, all of them maintain at least one national certification. And then they've moved off to some classes and certifications. So we have plenty of certification here. It gives a description of the class. It gives the membership packages that are on there. There is something here for everybody. We have Drumfit here, which was was a real popular right before COVID hit. And then we kind of shut that down. But Drumfit is fun. There's good music. There's lots of laughing. Um, it's some squats in it. It's fantastic. So that's a good place to start. We have Pilates here. There are so many good places to start. I still take one-on-one clients. I still take a, I'll have a couple of friends that come together and it's called small group training. And I, and I train them, you know, in a half hour session. And then we have great big groups. I'm used to a hundred people. I'm used to, you know, whatever and everything in between. All right. Because of the years of experience, I also, Savvier Fitness, it's based out of California. Those are the two programs, the fitness industry. They're very well respected. I am a master trainer. So I go out and certify other instructors. So I have a lot of experience underneath my belt and happy to do it. Do you do any virtual training? You know what? On our Facebook page, I have two Facebook pages. I have one that's our business page, and then I have one is for the members. And that's what Mike and I talked about when we, we talked the last time. During COVID, because of the training that I have, we got shut down on a Tuesday. By Thursday, we were up and running with a private page. We have 60 videos on there that our members have access to. It's wonderful. And again, it's all the class formats that we do in here. Got back up and running when everybody started open up again in that June. And most of our members did come back. Some of them stayed home a little bit longer, but we're up to full capacity here. We have a lot of classes that get on a wait list that you have, and they get booked ahead of time. Um, I have my own app. And you book and pay for everything uh, through that app. So we're a little, I like to say, we're a little bit above everybody else in this area. All right. We we set the bar and try to reach us. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Every time Leslie comes in the room, the energy goes up five points. <laughs> you know what, Mike? I like to say that we have built our own community inside our, the Ravenna community because yeah. we are, the members are so welcoming and they welcome everybody that comes in the door, the instructors. It's it's been a push, you know, for me to get to know every single. You don't come through our door without somebody saying hello to you. Everybody knows everybody by name. 
They know if you're new, they wrap their arms around you. And it's such an encouraging place. And I think you'll hear that if you start asking about I Empower Fitness, I think that's the number one thing that people will say about us is that it's so encouraging. And, and for a while, because boot camp does, well, I do a lot of boot camp here. Boot camp does scare people. All right. And people would think, boy, I have to get in shape before I go there. I better get in shape before I go there. And that's not the case anymore. Right. There's something here for everybody. You may end up in boot camp, but you're still going to be able to, you know, move with everybody else. Maybe you've got a lot of weight. Maybe you're not doing as many reps. It doesn't matter. It's an encouraging place. There is no judgment here. And we're here for you. We're here to get you up and moving. Our goal is to get you, you know, moving and to be happy and to, to you know, keep moving on. Leslie, thank you again. Everybody out there, thank you for joining us. And check out I'm Power Fitness on Facebook. Check out our website. It's going to be amazing and help you out a long way. Everybody out there, love you. Be safe. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more episodes, check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbeam, or Stitcher. To get new episodes sent directly to your phone or smart device, be sure to subscribe. To learn more about how your company can earn up to a 4% Ohio BWC premium rebate by becoming an active member of the Portage County Safety Council, please visit our website at www.portagecountysafetycouncil.wordpress.com. The preceding information is for entertainment purposes only. Views expressed may not reflect the views of any affiliated or sponsoring individuals or organizations. Listeners should carefully weigh information provided and seek advice from an appropriate professional before implementing. Listener discretion is advised.